In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now today's first story comes from fearlessneat6654 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. And it says, Am I the Arsehole for refusing to be my friend's alibi so he can cheat on his girlfriend. I, male 21, have known my friend Matt, male 21, since we started college. We're in the same program and have been roommates since day one. Overall, I'd say Matt is a great guy. Out. However, he has a terrible tendency to cheat. Throughout college, I think Matt had five to seven different girlfriends and each of those relationships ended because he would cheat. Back in January, he started dating his current girlfriend. Jen, female 21, and has been with her far longer than any of the previous relationships. From my interactions with Jen, I know she's a wonderful person. She's very polite, beautiful, and clearly devoted to Matt. For the past few weeks, Matt has also developed a close relationship with his anatomy lab partner, Cindy, female 21. It's become pretty clear to me and my other housemates, Kyle, male 21, Robert, male 22, and Omar male 20, that there is some romantic relationship between them. We've all met Cindy as she came by our house a few times. Long story short, Matt has told me and the other guys that things between him and Cindy are moving fairly quickly and that Jen is completely in the dark about this. He told us that for the foreseeable future, he'd be spending a few nights hanging out at Cindy's place. Here's the issue. Jen and her roommates don't live that far from us, about a seven minute walk. So there's a good chance she'll come by looking for him, according to Matt. Therefore, he wants us to all make excuses for his absences and potentially reassure Jen that he isn't up to anything bad. Kyle and Robert are fully on board with this as they consider it the bro code. Omar is fully against this. And while he has not said he'd tell Jen, he has refused to lie for Matt and has been urging him to end things with Cindy. I would say I'm more neutral. I don't think what Matt's doing is appropriate, but I don't think it's my place to tell Matt how to manage his relationships. I told him that while I wouldn't seek Jen out and tell her what's going on, I wouldn't lie to her either about where he is and instead say, I don't know. We all argued about this for a while and the general gist of things is that Kyle, Robert and Matt all think I'm being a bit of an ass for not being more cooperative. Aside from this, I don't think there is really much I can do. Moving to somewhere else is both economically and logistically unfeasible, so I think trying to avoid stirring the pot is my best bet. Am I the asshole? The bro code. Ugh, dearie me. Yes, of course you're going to be the asshole in this situation. In fact, you are all assholes in this situation, of, except Jen, of course. 
your first paragraph had my eyebrows raised where you said, you know, overall, I say Matt is a great guy. However, he has a terrible tendency to cheat. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And he could have chose to just end his relationship with Jen, but he's not to. So now he's putting Jen at risk of, you know, various diseases and being hurt emotionally as well. It's just awful. I'm hoping that in the update, Omar is going to step up and say something about it. At the moment, I kind of feel like the jury's out on him at the minute because he at least understands that this is fucking wrong. But conversation fans, he says, I'm with Omar. The bro code. Seriously. What about the moral code? I've always believed in the golden rule. Do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. If you were in Jen's situation, would you want to continue being with someone who's made you look like a fool with everyone knowing about the cheating except for you? She doesn't deserve to be the last to know. Time Bandit says, are Jen and him in a committed relationship? If so, your friend is a dirtbag. Jen doesn't deserve that. I wouldn't lie for him. Your friend should break it off with her. You are all young, but your friend is not a good person. His history is showing it. In 10 years, you'll probably be embarrassed to have been friends with him. On a reply set saying whether or not they've had the talk about being girlfriend and boyfriend. If he had told her he's not sleeping with other people, he's a scumbag who is potentially endangering her sexual health. Additionally, he's an emotional vampire for using her for the girlfriend experience while screwing around on the side. Which OP responds saying, To be completely honest, I don't think Matt is capable of a committed relationship. That being said, I think he has been faithful to Jen for the past 11 months. He certainly is not faithful now. Jen is fully committed, however, and is unaware of what Matt is doing. Though I'm pretty sure she knows he has a history. And one more comment from Nico Mansa who says, You know what happens when someone does something awful and a bunch of people don't do anything to stop them from doing the awful thing? You now have a group of awful people. These girls have feelings. Cheating is genuinely one of the most heinous betrayals and you can make all the excuses in the world you want for your friend, but a good person doesn't serial cheat on women. He could simply ethically get laid, but instead decides to string these women along and play with them for his own selfish needs. And you and your friends are fine to enable it. Even if you don't tell her because you don't want to stir the pot, would stirring the pot just be uncomfortable for you? Or do you have a real worry of being without a home? Your seeming overall neutral stance proves that this might just be the right group after all because you all suck and you are weak so op comes into the post and says i'll start this update by saying jen found out last night like matt predicted she came over to our house tuesday evening i saw her pretty quickly since i was also coming back from buying some food she asked if i knew where matt was and i said i didn't know because i genuinely didn't know at the time she mentioned how he wasn't responding to her texts and that she was worried about him. I felt pretty bad hearing that. Kyle, who was inside, came out at this point and said that Matt was in his anatomy lab and then reassured her that he'd contact her once he was finished. She didn't seem entirely satisfied with that answer but thanked us anyway and left. Once she was gone, Kyle told me that Matt was actually on a date with Cindy. Since Matt sometimes brings Cindy over, he texts the house group chat before they come over to ensure that Jen isn't around. He did this on Tuesday night and Kyle did alert him that Jen had stopped by looking for him. So he stayed over with Cindy on Tuesday night. Wednesday evening, only Omar and I are home. Kyle was with his own girlfriend and Robert had an exam. Around 7pm, we got a text on the group chat from Matt saying he plans on bringing Cindy over around 8.30 and he asked if Jen came by. I told him that I hadn't seen her and things went on as usual. 
A lad that Omar has refused to respond to these specific text messages from Matt, so there was an expectation on me to clarify if Jen was here or not. A little after 8pm, Jen comes by with one of her friends, Carly, female 21. They asked us where Matt was since Jen hadn't been seeing him a lot lately. Before I could even say anything, Omar told them to come back after 8.30 and Matt should be home. They left and I did argue with Omar about his decision to tell them to come back since it was inevitably going to cause drama, but he didn't care. I did text Matt and told him about Jen potentially returning, but since he was driving, he didn't read the message. At this stage, I gave up trying to contact Matt and went up to my room. A little after 8.30, Matt walked in with Cindy, and not that long afterwards, Jen and Carly returned. Omar let them in. Long story short, there was a lot of Jen yelling and Matt lying and apologizing. I didn't bother coming down since I could hear it all from my room. After about 10 minutes of this, Jen and Carly left. Matt sent Cindy home after this and was pretty pissed at what happened. I reminded him that I sent text messages, which he now saw, and Omar played dumb, acting like he didn't see Matt's message about him asking if Jen was home, but confirmed to him that he told Jen to come back after the first time she came because... He didn't think Matt was dumb enough to go out with Cindy two nights back to back. Robert and Carl came home after this point and I filled them in with what happened. There was definitely some tension in the house this morning as Matt thinks this could have all been avoided had Omar been more helpful. He also partially blamed Cindy for wanting to come over so often. Overall, Matt doesn't seem to care that Jen found out and broke things off with him. He said that he'd try apologizing one more time, as he does prefer Jen to Cindy and if she doesn't accept, he'll leave things as they are. As for Cindy, Matt has already told Kyle, Robert, and me this morning that he plans on ending things with her after the December exam season. He says that he wants to be single again by New Year's so he can have a fresh start. Kyle and Robert think it's pretty hilarious considering how much trouble he got into to be with her. Things have ended more smoothly than I thought. I've made it abundantly clear to Matt to keep me out of his relationship woes. I've also asked Carly how Jen was holding up this morning as we share a class together. As expected, Jen was very upset about the entire ordeal, and she and her friends consider everyone at our house aside from Omar to be complicit and awful. Second update. I've been receiving a lot of DMs from people wondering how things turned out after the big reveal, so here's a quick recap. 1. Jen did not accept Matt's apology. She has indicated that she, in fact, never wants to see him again. 2. Matt is still with Cindy, and he still plans on breaking up with her after exam season. According to him, Cindy is starting to feel pretty secure now that Matt is no longer with Jen and has expressed a desire for to form a serious relationship with him. While he does feel a bit guilty, he thinks it's best for both of them that he ends things with her before New Year's. 3. Despite feeling guilty, Matt has attempted to reactivate his Tinder account, but Kyle made him take it down. Kyle thinks it's too soon for Matt to do this since someone we know is bound to see him there. And according to Kyle, Matt needs to play up the angle that he's heartbroken about falling out with Jen. 4. Kyle has smoothed things over with his girlfriend by claiming he had no idea Matt was cheating. Robert backed him up on this and expressed that nobody aside from Matt knew. 5. While I did plan on telling Carly the truth about what was going on, considering how quickly Matt, Kyle and Robert have been moving, I opted against this. Instead, I've told Carly that I also did not know about Matt's cheating. Yes, it's a lie, but since I was against Matt cheating, I don't think it's fair for me to go down with the ship. Considering that both Carl and Robert are getting off relatively scot-free, 
Apparently, I was convincing enough as Carly told me that, that while she herself doesn't think I'm so bad, Gem will need some time to process what went down. So it's best to give her space. Again, I get it isn't the most appropriate measure, but I really don't think I deserve to be in the splash zone. Six, Omar has expressed his strong disappointment in all of us, but at this stage, his voice has become ambient noise, according to Kyle. Since I'm fortunately visiting my parents this weekend, I get to be away from the drama and hopefully any potential fallout. Also, since it's relatively earlier, we have to wait and see if anything else happens. But I hope and pray the worst is over. And it seems that Omar seems to be the only decent person within that house. Holy moly, I'm glad that he did reveal to Jen in the end. I hope that she gets herself checked out because that guy sounds like he's all over the place. And it sounds like he's never going to grow up. He sounds like he's getting exactly what he wants and he's going to leave this Cindy person for New Year's so he can go out and do basically the same thing again and live his life and enjoy the party scene over the New Year period. That's how it felt to me anyway. I really hope Omar steps away from this group of people and finds himself some new friends because... Holy shit. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And our next story does come with an update as well from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Neil Nightingale who says Am I the Arsehole for brushing my daughter's friend's extremely matted hair out so she avoids a drastic cut. And before we do get into the story it does contain talk of depression, parental death and parental neglect as well. So if you do want to skip the story please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. My daughter has a friend, Anya, 13 female, who's been going through some health issues that I don't want to put here. Anya's mum passed away when she was little, so it's just her and her dad. Since he has started dating his girlfriend, we'll call her Claire, Anya's needs have been pushed to the side a little, and he's just not noticed that Anya has been struggling. She's doing better now after getting the help she needed. However, Anya's hair has been extremely matted as it has not been brushed for months. Anya had been hiding her hair under hats and hoods at home and trying to disguise it as school in buns. She stayed over at the weekend and only found out about her hair when they came downstairs after getting a comb stuck in Anya's hair trying to fix it. I comforted Anya as she was ashamed about her hair but had hoped that she and my daughter could fix it. My daughter convinced her to tell me about it as she has been scared to say anything to anyone 
as she thought she would be judged as her dad's girlfriend has made comments about her appearance when she was going through her health issues. When Anya was going through her issues, I made it clear to her and my daughter that our home is a judgment-free zone and if she ever wanted to come to me or my husband for help, then she would get it. Anya then asked for help, detangling her hair. So that's what I did. We put on some films and worked on detangling Anya's hair. It took hours, but it was doable. When Anya went home on Sunday, her hair was completely detangled and neatly braided into two Dutch braids. She was happy and thanked me for helping her with her hair. Then Monday, I got an angry phone call from Claire because she was meant to be taking Anya to get a haircut due to how matted her hair was. Apparently, Claire and Anya's dad had noticed how bad it was and Claire had told me that she would get it sorted. Claire is mad because the salon they were going to had charged her a cancellation fee for cancelling the day of the appointment. Claire wants me to pay her back for the cancellation fee as it's my fault for fixing Anya's hair when they were going to get it cut out. I told her that I wouldn't be paying it. I just did the right thing by Anya instead of going to the extreme option straight away. Claire then said that Anya was no longer allowed to be friends with my daughter and that they would sue me for the cancellation fee. It was £60, half the cost of the cut. My daughter told me that Anya knew about Claire wanting to cut her hair and Anya didn't want the haircut, which is why she went to my daughter for help. Anya, like my own daughter's, has long hair, so cutting the matted hair out would have meant her losing well over half the length of her hair. Am I the arsehole for brushing out Anya's hair so she avoided getting a drastic cut? And we're starting the comments with Edwina Arki who says not the arsehole. And when they say they're going to sue you, you can remind them that means they are going to stand in front of a judge and admit they neglected her so badly that her hair was matted enough that it needed cutting. Wolf Goddess says not the arsehole. You did the right and kind thing. I can only imagine what that poor girl must have been going through both at school and at home. Kids are merciless, and you can bet she's probably getting bullied if they notice their hair. It might be time to get CPS involved. If they're letting their hair get so matted their solution was cutting it all off, who knows how else they're neglecting her. Frank Jesus says, not the arsehole, but depending on your relationship with A, it might be worth it to offer half the cancellation fees in hope that one of the few supportive places she has won't be taken away from her. Really, C saved £60 and got a free service from you, but is not operating with any sense of logic on this. Bill Ball of Fur says, unpopular opinion here, but for the sake of A, pay the money to keep her in your life since they won't let the girls be friends otherwise. It's a small price to pay for that poor girl to be around people who genuinely care about her. It's so wrong that they're asking, but they don't seem like good people for A to be stuck with. Not the arsehole. Kibai says not the arsehole, I'd make sure that A has your number. Tell her to write it in a book or notebook that she needs for school so that it won't get thrown away if she doesn't need it for a while. Let her know that she has your support. Do you think it would be useful to talk to her dad? If so, try to be as non-judgmental as possible to keep him from getting defensive. If you think he may be open to it, let him know that you care about his daughter and would like to provide some caring support when you can. Good luck for A's sake. And I certainly felt a lot of those comments, especially like being the supportive place for her in this moment in time. Obviously, I don't know the full ins and outs of this person's life, but I was certainly getting bad vibes for someone's hair to be so matted and messed up. 
it was absolutely breaking my heart for this girl you know like one of the comments said she's clearly very scared of of her hair and has been trying to fix it herself and went to her friend and eventually they got to op who was able to help her out and thank goodness for op for, for being so open and telling him you know this is an open space to speak your feelings to to express yourself here because this poor girl was clearly very scared a 13 year old young girl that ass absolutely awful already going through so much at that young age and then dealing with everything else at the same time oh i'm absolutely heartbreaking but the next day op did update the post and says this got more attention than i thought it would i'd like to clarify a couple of things one while i am not going into fully into anya's health issues matted hair is the result of a depressive episode once things got better she was just very embarrassed by the state of her hair her hair was in but didn't know how to fix it so she hid it and it got worse. She's able to brush and wash her hair when she's okay. Two, Anya isn't being neglected by her dad. He knows he hasn't been the best dad to Anya and is trying to be better when it comes to her. Since Anya's health issues, he has been seeking help. I'm not going to report a man who I can see trying to get better as a parent. Anya's dad, I'll call him John, came around earlier as he wanted to talk to me. Anya and Claire had gotten into a shouting match yesterday because of their cancelled appointment. Claire had told Anya that she wasn't allowed to see my daughter anymore until I paid the money I owed. This was news to John, and Anya told Claire that she was going to continue seeing her friend. Anya also told Claire that she hated her, and that if anyone was going to take the place of her mum, it would be me, because I care about Anya as a person, not just her appearance. John wanted to know what had happened with Anya and why I owed Claire money. I explained it all to John, and he was horrified to learn that Claire was going to cut Anya's hair short instead of helping her. He had been under the impression that the appointment had been to get her hair detangled and wouldn't have consented to Anya getting a big chop. He hadn't realized how focused Claire had become on Anya's appearance with her hair. He told me that he wasn't going to stop Anya coming around as he knows how important my family is to her. When her mum died and he fell apart, we provided the stability they both needed. I told John that Anya is always welcomed here and she knows it, but it's her dad that she needs. She needs him to be there for her and to support her through whatever she is going through. Having a dad will mean more to her than having me there. John agreed with this and that he knows he's not been the dad she needs and is going to try and be better for her. He asked if I could recommend the family therapist who could help them and I gave him a few names. Since Anya started going through her issues, John has stepped up. He's not the same dad that he was when they started, but he does still have a way to go to be dad of the year. Since speaking with John, I've had angry texts from Claire, furious that I went behind her back and spoke with John when she was dealing with the issue. In the string of angry texts she sent me, she said horrible things about myself, Anya, and my daughter. I'm not engaging with her anymore. She's a walking red flag. I screenshotted them before blocking Claire and sent them to John's work phone. John gave me his work number when he started dating Claire because she had been screening and deleting messages before he saw them. She doesn't have access to his work phone. My daughter has been messaging Anya making sure she is okay. And she will be coming to stay at the weekend as she doesn't want to be at home when Claire collects her stuff. I'm not sure what is going on with that relationship, nor do I want to know, but it sounds like John is finally putting Anya first. Ooh, dearie, dearie me. But now... 
I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.